welcome to Anchor Point, where we believe that the next 30 minutes could change your life forever. So join us to consider the greatest message ever heard, the good news of the gospel, as well as sound scriptural teaching for believers, all based on the Word of God, the anchor for our souls. The Bible is filled with accounts of individuals who actually had one-on-one dealings with the God of heaven. There are many of these fortunate individuals whose experiences with the Lord Jesus were recorded for us in the New Testament. Today's message is about one of these tremendous experiences in the Gospel of Luke and chapter 19. It may be a familiar story to you, the story of Zacchaeus, a hated person in his community of Jericho, a tax collector and a cheat, But would the Lord Jesus have dealings with a person like that? Well, you bet he would. The Lord Jesus said in Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, The Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. That was the description of Zacchaeus, lost in his sins. The important thing to note is that Zacchaeus knew it. That's why he came to the Lord Jesus in the first place. Have you discovered that you are lost? As evangelist Mr. Peter Ramsey expands on this story today, We hope that you will take your place as a lost sinner and find the very same Savior that Zacchaeus did on the road to Jericho so many years ago. So have you experienced His grace? Have you ever? Did you today, maybe? Thank the Lord Jesus Christ for doing anything specifically for you. Did you ever find out when you're reading your Bible that Christ did something specifically for you? I did. And when I saw that, By my bed, on my knees, when I found out he did something specifically for me, I just received it. He did it for me. Thank you very much. What other kind of a response could I have given? Someone who was so undeserving, and yet the grace of God, he gave his son for my sins? Why wouldn't I say, thank you very much? I was saved that night. What are you looking for, goosebumps? How do you think you're going to be saved? We're going to read about a man who was saved, wasn't always saved. We're going to read about a man in Luke chapter 19 who became very aware of his sins. Luke 19 and verse 1. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. The chief among the publicans, if you read their history, he was despised. He was a tax collector. He was not appreciated by the community. Verse 3, And he sought to see Jesus who he was, and could not for the press or the crowd, because he was little of stature, he was short. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. For he, Jesus, was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for today I must abide at thy house. 
want to go and stay at your place. And he made haste and came down and received him reluctantly. What your Bible says? No. It says he received him. This sinner received Jesus not with reluctance or reservation. He received him joyfully. And when they saw it, all the people, they all murmured saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house. For so much as he was also a son of Abraham. Verse 10, For the Son of Man, Jesus is come to seek. Thank God, he's seeking sinners in the meeting tonight. You're not here by circumstance or coincidence. Jesus has come to seek and to save those who are lost. I'm not going to ask you to put up your hand, but you can if you want to. Is there anyone lost, spiritually lost in this meeting? Lost. They said this man is receiving sinners. And Jesus says the Son of Man has come to seek and to save those who are lost. A lost person needs to be saved. Maybe you're contented with life. Maybe you know it's not as great as other people's lives, but maybe you are contented. And maybe you think you're living an okay life. You know why you think it's okay? Because you have never yet experienced the joy of sins forgiven, the joy of having a personal relationship, not a religion, not a church. Ah, oh, but you know, I have Christ. And I have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And I am going to heaven. My sins are forgiven. When I rest my head in my pillow at night, I can say, thank God. If my heart stops beating tonight, I'll be at home with the Lord. I'll be with Him and like Him forever. My conscience is clear. My guilt is gone. I feel sorry for you tonight if you've never experienced the joy of sins forgiven. Some people live in sin all their life. And they live from weekend to weekend, from high to high. And they wake up and they wonder, how could I be so foolish? They're self-loathing. I think that's where this man was. Zacchaeus. He had a big job. He had money. He had a position with the Roman government. He was handling cash and he was collecting taxes. And you know, once you're able to get access to cash, I don't know what your sin is, what you struggle with. Probably struggling with something tonight. Some pet sin. When you think of getting saved, you wonder, can I leave it? Well, Zacchaeus' pet sin, he had access to cash and he wanted more and more and more. Oh, I'm sure he never intended to be a robber and a crooked person. I don't know what Zacchaeus' real problems were, but I know that even though he had a big job, he wasn't happy. He found out that whatever his sin was, it was uncontrollable sin. 
Sin goes viral. Not just long before YouTube and things going viral. Sin has been going viral for ages. And people think they can manage a little bit of it. And then they start on the spiral. And they don't know how to stop themselves. On the slippery slopes of sin. And sin will take you farther than you ever thought you would go. And keep you far longer than you ever intended to stay. Sin. Uncontrollable sin. Raging within. Lust. Desire. Greed. Destructive. Damaging. This message is not just for down and outers. The Bible repeatedly calls pride an abomination. There are people who have lived squeaky clean lives from teenage years, never sowed their wild oats, the old people used to say. They live squeaky, squeaky clean lives in their teens and in their twenties and their thirties and their forties. And they say, oh, I would never do that. All the, all the neighbors that moved in next to us, I get up to go to the washroom this morning at three o'clock and their lights were still on, parting away. Oh, I'm so glad I would never live a life like that. Pride. And the Bible repeatedly calls pride sin. S-I-N. When I think I'm better than someone else, it's sin. 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 And so this gospel message tonight is for people who are proud, chock full of pride, goody-goody two-shoes. And it's also for those who are very aware of their sin and how disgusting sin is. Uncontrollable sin and an unmistakable need. Zacchaeus, I love to tell a story to the kids because I picture him going home and saying to his family, look at, I've got money, I've got, I've got a big job, but we've got this big mansion in Jericho and, but I'm so empty. I have this void and a self loathing. Nobody likes me. They know what kind of a, a wretch I am. An inner disgust marked by arrogant behavior. Do you ever loathe yourself and say, ah, oh, why am I like that? Sin. Sin will do it to us every time. Sin. You see Zacchaeus going home at night. Memories. Crooked deals. Frustrations. Why would I think that that was Zacchaeus' response? Here's why. He was a prominent bureaucrat in the Roman government. And when a humble man called Jesus came to town... Dressed in the garments of the poor, Zacchaeus deleted all his appointments on his Blackberry or his iPhone and shut it down. And all his appointments for the day were gone to the side. And he said, there's one man I must see today. He's passing my way. He's coming right through my town. And if anybody can change me, he's changing blind people and giving sight to the blind. He's giving hearing to those who can't hear. He's changing lives. The countryside is buzzing with the news about Jesus. And here I am with all my sin and my money and my wealth, but I'm lost. Did you ever get away from the crowd and just tell God, Oh God, I'm lost. He may not have gone around telling people he was lost. But the seeker knew he was lost. Maybe you've never told somebody that you're lost. 
But there's someone seeking you tonight, and he knows you're lost. He's just waiting for you to fess up. He's waiting for you to say, I'm lost. Oh, the moment a sinner acknowledges, I'm lost in my sins. I am the offender. I am the one that's lost and desperately needs to be saved. Just like that. There's one who knows you're lost tonight. And his desire is to save you. He specializes in it. Saves lost sinners. So he cancels all his other plans, his priorities. There's an opportunity. Opportunities have a way of coming. And before you know it, they're gone. And he wants to seize this opportunity. And deep inside, he makes a decision to go for it. No matter what. Even if I become a laughing stock of my friends in the entire city. Why would I say that? Because usually men and women with money appear calm, cool, and collected. They get out of their Bentleys or their Mercedes or their Jags and they, and they walk. Even if they're bursting inside with anxiety, they maintain their calm. But not Zacchaeus. He couldn't care less. This is the most pressing matter in his life. Rich men with long robes, they don't run down the street and make a scene. But he didn't care who saw him. This is his life. He's the lost one. He's the one that needs to get to see Jesus. And there he's running, 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 elbowing through the crowd. Can't you see him? And he thinks, I can't. I'll never be able to get to him. He'll never see me. How can I see him? And he doesn't stop short of running up a tree. That's a childlike thing to do. When have you last climbed a tree? You see, when I was a child, well, you know, the Lord Jesus had a lot to say about how you're going to be saved. Jesus said, suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of God. Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall not enter in. And so Zacchaeus runs up the tree. Didn't have any pride at that point. Because one thing, I'm lost. And I want to see Jesus. Here's the encouraging message tonight. There's quite a crowd there, shoulder to shoulder. And the Lord Jesus had never met Zacchaeus before. His handlers hadn't opened up and read him the briefing notes about Zacchaeus. He knows all about you without any briefing notes. And when he's coming down that street with thousands of people pressing around him, he stops right at the tree. And he looks up. His loving eyes look up. And Zacchaeus is looking down. And their eyes meet. And Zacchaeus hears these words, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I'm going to abide at your place. What would you have done? In your condition tonight, you know what need you have. You know where you are. You know if you're lost. What would you have done if you were Zacchaeus? Do you think Zacchaeus scrambled up higher? When the Lord Jesus says, come down, I'm going to go to your house. I don't, I've never climbed a sycamore tree, I don't think, but Zacchaeus said, this is it! This is it! He's inviting me! He's not saying, you get up that tree or you get down here, I'm gonna get rid of you! No, you could tell by the seeker's voice, come down immediately, and I'm gonna stay with you. The Lord Jesus will stay with you tonight, if you'll receive him. He will. Can't you tell it in the tone of his voice as you read the word of God? He loves you! 
And he's seeking and he wants to save you tonight. And without delay, Zacchaeus responded and quickly came down. And it says he received him joyfully. Zacchaeus received Jesus. And so, here's the part of the equation that maybe you're not getting. He'll receive you. He's inviting you. You know how to receive your friends. And you know how to ignore them. You know how to do that. You know how to ignore telephone calls. Let the answering machine get it. You know how to ignore a lot of things. But when you want to receive somebody's message, you know how to do that too, don't you? And Zacchaeus received the Lord Jesus joyfully that day. Oh, what a relationship was established at the base of that tree. An unthinkable change occurred. A rich scoundrel was changed from the inside out. Evidence of new life. He said, 50% of my possessions I'm going to give to the poor. Oh, isn't that a change? Christ can change your life. You're lost tonight in your sins. But Christ wants to change your life from the inside out. And he didn't just stop there and say, 50% of my possessions I'm giving to the poor. He said, if I've taken more money than I ever should have taken, I will pay that person back four times as much. What a tremendous change in Zacchaeus' life. Would you like your life to change? Christ is saying, I died on the cross to save you. I love you. And I will receive you tonight. I came to seek and to save those who are lost. Don't keep me out any longer. He wants you to receive him. It's a mutual thing. He'll receive you. Will you receive him? He was a young man and he had his share of challenges and found it hard to communicate with a lot of people and found it really difficult to hold any significant job. He had a lot of challenges, but really, really wanted to be saved. And we said... If Jesus was sitting over there on the other side, what would you do? Whoa! His eyes lit up. I said, I would go over him and give him the biggest hug ever. Would you? He's not even that far away. You can receive him right here. You know, just think about it. You're thinking of something physical. You say, well, I would receive Jesus tonight if he walked into the room. I would get up and say, look, and I've been, lo- I've been wondering. That's a physical action. That's when you put your muscles into gear. But before you actually got up and went over to Jesus, there was something inside that said, I will. I will receive him. That's the moment of salvation. It's not a physical action. If you say, yes, I'll go on that trip. It's a choice, a decision that's made deep inside before you actually do it. And so don't confuse a physical response or anything like that. And you say, well, if Jesus was here, I would come to him and I would receive him. We read that God is not far from any one of us. He's here tonight. And you could receive Jesus Christ as your Savior right where you're sitting. His arms are open to receive you. Will you receive him? Zacchaeus did it joyfully. And you'll never be saved until you receive Him joyfully. Well, can you identify with Zacchaeus? Are you in a hurry to find Christ? Have you discovered a need to have your sins forgiven? Well, we hope so. Because you see, that is the very reason that the Lord Jesus Christ came into the world. For people like that. 
for sinners who acknowledge their sin. And remember this verse, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And he's seeking for you, my friend, and he'll save you if only you will admit that you're lost and in need of a Savior. If this or any of our Bible messages here at Anchor Point has made you aware of God's interest in you, or if you'd like some literature or a visit that would help you to understand these important truths, why don't you drop us a line at email at anchorpointradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're glad that you were able to join us at Anchor Point today. Anchor Point is sponsored by believers in Christ who are meeting at various gospel halls. Each of these Christian assemblies holds gospel services every Sunday, as well as other meetings such as regular prayer and Bible studies throughout the week. No collection is ever taken, and a very warm welcome awaits you. If you've been challenged by today's message, and would like to know more about the truth of the gospel, or of gathering under the name of our Lord Jesus Christ following New Testament principles, take a look at our website at anchorpointradio.com. There you will find more information, as well as the location, programs, and meeting schedules for the gathering center nearest you. My name is John Sharp, and thank you once again for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week at the same time for Anchor Point, where we believe that Christ alone is the anchor for the soul. <laughs>